50s for me have been stunning. The the 40s have been stunning. The 30s were hell. I, I was obese and, you know, really in a bad way. I certainly wasn't living a purposeful life. To be sitting where I am right now with all this bounty simply because I made a few simple changes in my life is kind of shocking. And it's, it's a secret I love to share. Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey guys, it's Ella. I am so glad to be back and in your ears. I've missed you. Wanted to tell you a couple things before we jump into this awesome interview with Tosca Reno. She's amazing. I'll let her tell you why. And before I jump into that, I just wanted to share a couple of things with you. I have been getting a lot of questions from you guys, which I love and adore. So you can find me on Facebook at On Air with Ella. You can find me at onairwithella.com. You can tweet me. I'm on Instagram. And you guys are finding me everywhere and you're sending me questions, which I love, love, love. I am going to start weaving some of those questions into these episodes. And sometimes I'll do solo shows that are on a specific topic, but I also thought it might be useful to answer some of your questions as we go. So one of the questions that I got from lots of sources, I mean, everywhere you can reach me, people have asked me this and in person, and that is what protein powder do you use? So I wrote a blog post about the three to four protein powders that I actually recommend after trying roughly 1 million and why I recommend them. And then if I don't do whey proteins anymore, but if you do in that post, I share with you some of the do's and don'ts with regard to whey protein powder. In other words, what to look for. So definitely check that out. You can go to onairwithella.com and just search protein powder, or even one of those words should pull that post up. It's going to be very near the top anyway. So check that out because the reason I actually thought it would be useful to do that in blog form was so that you can click on any of them if you want. And, uh, and just try them. So that makes it really, really easy for you to do that. By the way, if you click on any of the links to products that I put in the blog, when you go to onairwithella.com, if you click on any of those links and shop within Amazon, Amazon actually gives me like three cents. So just be aware that that's a really cool way to support the show because you pay the same price. And if you buy it through onairwithella.com, it actually, I mean, they pay you in microscopic amounts of money, but at the end of the day, you know, it's enough to buy say a bottle of wine. So cheers. Okay. So thank you for that. Go check that out. Which protein powder do I use and why? That's at onairwithella.com. Okay. One more thing before we jump in, actually two more things before we jump in with Tosca, I have to share some love because there are some of you who are taking time out of your day, getting on a an actual computer and writing me some love in iTunes under ratings and reviews. And so I want to just give a quick shout out to some people who will only know themselves by these names. Infinity2289, you're awesome. Then I've got just a whole host of five-star reviews from a group of you, including Cindy DD, <laughs> Susie Cop. 
Kayla Mighty B. I have no idea what that means. These are your usernames. That's why they're so muddled. Gina Wallace, you are awesome. KJC Healthy Vibes wrote this killer note to me in iTunes ratings and reviews. So did CLP55 and MVM484. And I know that sounds like a bunch of gobbledygook, but guess what? They actually wrote to me about what they like about the show so that I can keep doing more of it. So that was awesome and amazing in iTunes reviews. And I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for taking the time to write those comments. I read every single one and then I reread them so that I know exactly what you guys are looking for so I can continue to do more of it. So thank you. You're the bomb. Last but not least, Tosca. When I interviewed her, she was in her home in Ontario and I interviewed her over Skype and she is super, super busy. She has like 15 careers and she is just one of the coolest chicks walking. P.S. She's 56. Wait till you hear her story. She squeezed me into her super busy day and audio, actually the internet connection went in and out a couple of times for her and it affected the audio in some places. So you're listening and you hear sometimes you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to hear what she says because I can feel the audio is going and it comes right back. So that happened a couple of times and I didn't want to cut it. Like she just had real gems. And in one spot, she's talking about the loss of her son. And I just could not interrupt the story to get the audio perfect, perfect. So I thought you guys would rather actually hear us talk in true form and just deal with it. And I wanted you to know that it is not your headphones. It's not your phone. It's actually a little bit of a wonky signal. And hopefully you'll think it's worth it. I certainly, that was the judgment call that I ended up making. So hope you agree. And I hope you get a huge amount out of this show. Tosca is one of a kind. All right. Guess what? So are you. You're one of a kind. You're awesome. Thank you so much for the love and support. You guys are the reason I am doing this and you motivate me every single day. So keep talking to me. Keep sending those questions. I'm going to start answering them here on a regular basis. And thank you. Here we go. Hi everyone, you're on air with Ella and today's guest is someone that I have been reading for a very long time. So it's truly my honor and privilege to have Tosca Reno on the show today. Hi Tosca. Hey, I'm so glad to be here. This is great. Oh, I'm excited today. You are going to hear the energy in my voice. Tosca is a force of nature and I'm so excited, Tosca, to share you with everybody. (laughs) Thanks. Tosca is an author, columnist, motivational speaker, reality TV star, radio personality, and she has been inspiring millions with the Eat Clean Diet series and sharing the success that she's had with weight loss and clean eating. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She's authored more than 16 books and more than 20 when you count her ebooks as well. Tosca, I'm going to just stop there and let you do the rest. How are you today? I am so awesome. I I can't believe I just turned 56. So let's just get that right out into the open. (laughs) I can't believe how little the the age number defines me. I think there was a time where I, I used to believe that, you know, being 50 or being 40 or being 60 was a bit of a death sentence. But that's probably because I was kind of you know, sick and fat. I had a, I had a previous life, but today that number means nothing. Um, so for example, yesterday I was out on a, on a trail doing 5k and that's not a long distance, except that I was running intervals the whole way. So, <laughs> um, oh my feel, gosh, feeling good, feeling good. <laughs> 
That's pretty impressive. For those of you who have not yet checked out Tosca's website or read any of her articles in Oxygen Magazine, let me tell you something. You know how one of the most annoying things I think that you can say to somebody is, you look really good for your age. Like, that's (laughs) that's not a nice thing to say. Tosca, you look good for every single age. <laughs> you know, uh, Ella, I think you and I have something in common, and that is that we're not going to believe that number. And, I, you know, to some extent, it's, it's, it's a quiet little secret that I keep that 50s for me have been stunning. The, the 40s have been stunning. The 30s were hell. I, I was obese, um, clinically obese at 204 pounds. I was flirting with type 2 diabetes, which is a lifestyle diabetes that I, I ate myself into that condition, as well as heart disease. And, you know, really in a bad way. I was also depressed. I certainly wasn't living a purposeful life. So uh, to be sitting where I am right now <laughs> with all this bounty simply because I made a few simple changes in my life is kind of shocking. And it's it's a secret I love to share, but most people don't think I'm 56. Most people put me in my 40s. And you know what? I'm going to go with that. Well, and it's not even, I mean, your outward appearance is extraordinary and it is extraordinary because you do defy all the traditional paradigms that people have in their minds about how they're declining in their fifties and so on and so forth. And you've obviously just completely lived out and proven that that is bunk. But what is even more interesting is your energy and your vitality. And so your outward appearance is noteworthy, but you bring such an energy into things and you're so inspired inspirational for so many that honestly, I believe your age to be interesting and utterly irrelevant when it comes to the important things. <laughs> I, I love that because I certainly did not have this energy infused into every aspect of my being where in my formerly fat self horizontal on the couch with a gallon of ice cream. <laughs> that was not me. So, but I feel like to be a leader, you have to have the courage to swim upstream. There has been no successful leader ever in life who hasn't. And you have to be willing to to fail. And so, you know, I did, I failed many times, but when I learned that what I was doing, swimming upstream, eating clean, putting a bikini on and competing at the age of 42, and then again at 52 and many times in between it, yes, you're right. It's not the exterior appearance. It's I can run circles around my 18 year old. I can run circles around my 20 year old. I can run circles around most people. In fact, they sometimes say you have so much energy. You're annoying. (laughs) On the On Air with Ella show, we love the before because I think it puts the after into context. So could you take us back to a time maybe in your early 30s and could you talk to us about like what a day in the life was, what it was like being in your body back in in that time? Uh, Well, I was mother to three beautiful daughters at the time. This was my first marriage. I could care less about my body. I disrespected it. I ate what I thought was food, you know, when you go in the grocery store and you don't have enlightenment and you just grab the cereal and you grab the processed salad dressings and you grab the processed meats and that's what you eat. That's what I did. I, I And I ate myself into those conditions that I mentioned. So although I was running around after my children and feeling that was the point of my life, I was missing. I was M-I-A. I wasn't caring for myself, wasn't nurturing myself. I wasn't feeding myself, training myself, loving myself. I was loving everybody else but me. So I was kind of absent. And uh, it, it, it took a couple of wallops over the head, it, it, in some ways my own, and sometimes at the hand of my then, my then husband, who was physically abusive, for me to walk away and finally realize that I had constructed a prison around myself 
with every mouthful of soul killing foods that I was eating. And I was a carb addict, a sugar addict. I was eating crap and I turned into crap. And they, you know, I got to the lowest, lowest point where I finally had to climb up out of the, that black place and save myself. And the thing that saved me was something that I've always done. I just had forgotten how, and that was to be a warrior and to celebrate the skills that I had. And that one skill that I had, I think in abundance was communication and writing. And that's what I began to do. Is that what started to lead you out of this unconsciousness or this funk that you were in? The writing? Yes, followed with heavy, heavy doses of reality. Uh, one day I couldn't actually make it up the stairs of my own house. And when I finally got to midway and was puffing and panting and breathing against the wall and thinking, I'm going to die, that was when I realized something's got to change. And I'm an all or nothing kind of girl, Ella. That day was day number one right there. And it was out with the old, in with the new. I made sweeping changes. Um, I, I voted for myself. I stood up for me. I know you've said in the past that you were over 200 pounds at that point, yeah. which for your frame was considered uh, clinically obese. Yes? Oh, definitely. 200, because I was 80 pounds over my, uh, my healthy weight. Yeah. So I'm trying to paint a picture for us in, in our minds to picture what life is like for you at this point. So you've got three children. You can't make it up the stairs without breathing hard or feeling like your lungs are going to yep. collapse. And you must have had the weight of the world on your shoulders because you were in a, what sounds like a nightmare of a relationship Correct. at the time. Correct. And so I'm fascinated by that moment, yep. that moment for individuals where they figure out their why, because we all know the how, yep, right? It's the why. Like we know the how. Yeah. And so you found your why in that moment. It sounds like, I mean, obviously it's not that simple, like unicorns and rainbows don't come out and everything <laughs> changes for you, no. but you found your, your grit, right? Your warrior to use. Yeah. It was considerably less glamorous. I was, you know, just picture a 204 pound woman in her thirties leaning against the wall of her suburban household, sweating in a baggy t-shirt and, and baggy pants to hide all of me and taking that very ordinary mundane moment, something that, that thousands, millions of us have had in our lives, in our lives in the past and saying no more. And I think it was because the pain outweighed the pleasure of a morsel of food. And I, I finally realized it. It finally cut me deep enough that I could recognize without serious action, I was going down and that would deny my girls, their mother, their grandmother, any kind of future life. And I wanted that desperately. I wanted it worse than I wanted a, a bite of ice cream. And so that's when the paths of pain and pleasure intersected. And, and I advocated for myself, it took a hell of a lot of courage, but deep inside, I was a warrior. Anyway, I had just become a fat one. Now take me from that moment to at 42, you're on stage in a bikini. Like, please, how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> Connect the dots here for so, me. Uh, when I when I voted uh, to leave my first marriage and, and become a, a worthwhile, productive civilian, if you will, I decided to go back to school and become a teacher. And in that process, as fate would have it, I met Robert Kennedy, who was iconic in the publishing industry, and he essentially discovered me on the playground uh, teaching his daughter grade one. 
And he put a challenge to me. At that time, I was 40, uh, and I had gotten a good deal of my body back, but there, there was a piece missing, I'm not going to lie. And I'll tell you what that is. Um, he, he challenged me. He said, you know, you, you've, got, you've got some good stuff here. You've got some good structure, and, and I'm going to put this out there. I want you to compete in a bodybuilding contest. And I thought, well, you know, only so often in life does fate intersect and bring you to a place where you've always wanted to be, which was not necessarily on stage, but on the cover of a magazine, because I'd since discovered that he published magazines. So I thought, okay, heck yeah, I'm in. <laughs> so from about 40 until the day I stepped on stage at the age of 42, I, I went on a journey of eating clean which he taught me how to do, and uh, bodybuilding, weightlifting, which I hadn't ever participated in ever in the past. I was more of a speed athlete in soccer and swimming, good in individual sports, but the bodybuilding was new to me. So I began to lift and I began to uh, sculpt and create delts, lats, biceps, abs, glutes. Oh man, it was, it was, I couldn't believe that you could shape a body with weight. I thought it was only achieved through eating. But even that, I mean, I had to learn a lot about eating too. So together we developed the eating clean uh, lifestyle and it, it kind of the rest is history, if you will. And then bodybuilding, although I, since I transitioned from bodybuilding to fitness and bikini, which was kind of fun. And I competed <laughs> almost four years ago now, no, three years ago in a bikini contest and uh, won my class as a master's competitor. So that was kind of fun. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, Good and on you. every day now is informed by those beautiful life-saving healthcare strategies of eating clean, nourishing yourself with only the best foods, the, the most nutrient-dense, whole, properly prepared, well-sourced foods, and by lifting, running, training, and building a functionally fit body. Well, and you just nutshelled it beautifully. I'd like to break down the eating clean philosophy for everyone so they don't take it for granted and they know exactly what you mean. So you just touched on it, nutrient dense, well sourced, but could you could you give everyone the the sort of eating clean 101? The eat clean lifestyle is is that. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Helps you reach your optimal health and by default, your optimal weight by consuming only nutrient-dense food. Nothing is processed. Um, nothing is, uh, at least not man-made, not manufactured. Uh, it's as close to its natural source as possible. Often whole because you want to have from, you know, the stems, the leaves, the <laughs> petals, the seeds, everything. And you want to prepare them correctly because we do go about life preparing foods in a way that disrespects the food. So that's very important to me too. And you embrace all of the macronutrients. So you're wanting to have healthy fats, complex carbohydrates from pretty much from fruits and vegetables, but, um, and grains, but mostly from vegetables and lean protein. And, and, and this is the, the bulk of it. Uh, and it, it's a pretty straightforward way of doing things, but for most people, it proves to not be so straightforward because eh, the last time you visited a cereal aisle, were there not hundreds of offerings? And does that not confuse the devil out of all of us? No it's kidding. gotten It's gotten to be quite a maze out there when it comes to procuring food. And so uh, I've kind of made it my life's, well, I have made it my life's purpose to to provide clarity around all of this. And that is my purpose until the end of my days. I'm sure of it. Yes, you actually, you don't have one cookbook. You have 
more than a dozen in the eat clean diet series. Yes. And so, I mean, it's fascinating when you go to Amazon, for example, and you type in Tosca Reno, you will see the eat clean diet series and you've got something for everybody, Tosca. <laughs> it looks to me like you're not suffering from a food shortage. I think that's no. one thing that's really important to point no, out. No, absolutely not. And once we begin to discover the pleasures of eating this way, what's the greater benefit is that you, you suddenly realize oh, a cauliflower can taste good and I can make a cauliflower crust pizza that doesn't sound woo-woo. It actually, like I can feed my, you know, big hulking man this food and and my kids and they'll love it too. And and you reset your palate to enjoy the pleasures of food as it came, it comes out of the earth, you know, as it was meant to be. When you've worked with so many people and you've inspired so many people, I wonder if you've started to see a trend or a pattern amongst the people who have actually committed to change. What do you see amongst people who know what to do and the difference between that person and the person who actually commits to the change? Well, knowing what to do isn't enough. Lots of us know how to do many, many things. Doesn't mean we do them. <laughs> so what I find is when you are prepared to get messy, prepared to jump in and clean your cupboards out and purchase the whole foods and learn how to make a paleo loaf with almond meal or eat oatmeal instead of cereal uh, that's been processed. That's when real change happens because people then own the process for themselves. They feel the changes. So so the biggest piece of feedback I get is, and, and normally when I start with clients, I start on this strike sugar uh, detox for four weeks because I need to reset the organs of blood sugar handling. I don't think you can have any weight loss success or any health success until you blow sugar out the door. So we do a four-week sugar reset. What I notice people saying is making the emotional connections with themselves. Oh my God, I didn't realize sugar wasn't everything. Oh my God, my hair is shiny. It's not falling out. Um, I have no more brain fog. I can make decisions better. I can handle the crappiness that life will hand me because it will or my my screaming kids or my heavy schedule i can handle it better because i'm not in this fog of white sugar sickness so it's making the commitment and then making the connection when you make the healthy choices to how your body responds the body body is infinitely wise it's infinitely more capable of detoxing and cleansing and healing than we give it credit for and when we give it the right raw materials it's a wonderful process to behold what are a handful of tips for changes that people can make tomorrow tosca if they are ready to start making changes what are some of the first steps that you recommend <laughs> i i always say that the biggest thing we can do is put our glasses on and have the courage to read the labels because what you think is clean food or sugar-free food is definitely not. Go in your kitchen, put your glasses on, read the labels, have the courage to do this, have the courage to look at the plate, look at the food you're eating. The next thing you must do, step two, is hydrate yourself. We are all severely dehydrated, even though we're all carrying around bottles of water like never before. The problem is, in the other hand, we're carrying around our caffeinated beverage, our diuretic beverage that pushes water from the body. So we are largely dehydrated, and we have to learn how to put that back, three liters of water a day. I step it up a little bit, and I say, add a pinch of unrefined sea salt, should be unrefined sea salt, 
and a squirt of lemon juice to increase the electrolyte value or the mineral value of that water. The reason being is we are at the same time as being dehydrated, we're severely demineralized. So once we begin to put all these things into play, get rid of the sugar, drink more water, take in more electrolytes, more minerals, we're already beginning to make positive and profound changes in our blood. Then I think what you need to do is identify the why. And that why has to be big enough to get your butt up off the couch and light a fire underneath it and make to, and make you want to create some change, one change, one small powerful change today. Tell me, Tosca, do you do anything like affirmations or do you remind yourself of your why or how do you stay so motivated? Uh, I, I stay motivated because I lived the opposite of what I'm living now. I know how it feels to be obese and sick and physically unwell, depressed, you know, a decidedly unglamorous, unbeautiful person. But the other motivation is, uh, and thankfully life comes along and hands me motivations now and then, I have learned the value of, of eating clean and exercise as my steps towards self-care is the new healthcare revolution. I believe in that very strongly. I know how these serve me so well. And when challenge comes, as it will, I have tools to help me survive. Because we're having this wonderful conversation, Ella, and everything sounds perfect. And as we know, life is not perfect. My stepson um, passed at the age of 24, tragically, um, and then followed literally 13 months later by the passing of my second husband, Robert Kennedy. I ended up marrying Robert, my, my teacher and mentor, and he died very suddenly of lung cancer. So that was 2012. Then um, 2013, I was forced to bankrupt his publishing empire. Um, as we had discovered, I had discovered that it's been insolvent for five years. So I was handed that challenge, and then on top of all of that, it wiped out my business. I wasn't bankrupt, but it wiped me out because my assets were enmeshed with his. <laughs> so, you know, we've had, uh, I've had some pretty challenging things to deal with, and the only thing I could go back to time and time and time again was my drugs of choice, which were eating clean and exercising. So, and I, I just used exercise as a way to cope with, stress with obstacles with challenges with loss and i also clung to nutritional foods like never before because i needed these to serve me i knew if i went back to sugar i would become a raving lunatic i am fascinated by something that you just said you clung to nourishing foods to serve you do you know how many of us do the exact opposite and then of course it backfires in our face I'm well aware. I, I, I tried that once. <laughs> Didn't work. That's amazing. I mean, just the concept of that, just the mind, the mindset shift there, finding nourishment, finding comfort in food, turning to food when everything goes awry is something that many of us are quite familiar with. When you put that spin on it, Tosca, and you say turning to food to serve me, and turning to food in times of need and turning to food and exercise for comfort and stability. Oh, yeah. Well, remember, in my previous life, I was the one on the couch with the ice cream and the cheese and the peanut butter turning into a 204-pound sick woman. I knew what the bad side of it was. And now that I knew that the difference, had experienced the paradigm shift of lifting myself out of that blackness into health, 
wellness, vitality, energy, youth saving, I don't, everything, you know, I, I'm a can, anti-cancer, anti-aging, oxi, antioxidant loving individual. I, I live to feel as energetically charged as I can by eating these foods that, as I say, serve me. Tosca, one of the things that I love about your writing is you're meeting people where they are. So you have everything from the start here diet and eat clean diet and the details behind that to fitness and healthy fats and motivation and recipes, recipes, recipes and training. I mean, you have something for everybody. Where do you recommend people start if you've got their attention? They're hearing that you're 56 years old. You look amazing in a bikini, which <laughs> I'm sorry to be shallow, but there it is. And also <laughs> you wake up with energy and you sort of kick ass every single day. Tosca, where do you recommend people start if they want to get to know you? I would say the blog is a good place to go where you don't have to make a financial commitment, but you get to know me and you get to know my family. If you want to buy a book, I think the Eat Clean Diet Recharged is a wonderful place to begin. It's the Bible. It's it's a compendium of what I've learned. It, you know, I'm in the process of writing new books at the moment, and so there will be something else to come. But I think Eat Clean Diet Recharged, the blog, and if you're up for a challenge, you want to you wanna take the sugar detox challenge. Um, because you suspect that you might be like me, uh, somebody who is a carbon sugar addict, um, and you want to make change, you want to get the fog out of your brain, I think the, the strike sugar challenge might be a good place to begin. So yeah, and I always answer all my emails. So know that when I say I'm listening, I really mean it. Oh, you're in for it now. Yep, bring it. <laughs> Tell me if somebody's interested in the strike sugar challenge, where do they find it? How do they get hooked into that? So you can go to uh, toscareno.com and there will be a little button for the Strike Sugar Challenge and you can jump on and make your purchase and then you'll be immediately loved and supported like a, like a sea of uh, sugar-free individuals who will love you all along the way. The minute you jump on and you say, I'm new here, how is it, you know, ask your questions. People will just love all over you. It's, it's amazing. It's kind of like a bit addictive right now. <laughs> Well, I'm going to link specifically to, to your website and what you've got at the bottom there is you've got a bunch of recipes that people can check out immediately um, yeah. that incorporate some of these ideas. And by the way, I'm looking at these recipes and I'm totally distracted because I'm seeing things <laughs> like Marcy's Harvest Morning Cookie and Black Bean Spaghetti and Paleo Wraps. I'm in. Yeah, totally. Right. And, and I'm loving things like hot air pop popcorn. And uh, I, my favorite sort of if you're looking for a crunchy treat alternative at night when the movies are on, you can just do toasted uh, uh, chickpeas with a little bit of seasoning like I love turmeric and smoked paprika, paprika as a combination. Love it. And these are wonderful opportunities. And right now in my oven, as we're talking, I know you can't smell it. I am baking a nut-free paleo loaf. Um, so that's a great alternative too, because some people can't eat nuts, but I have got a paleo loaf that I'm building with um, chickpea flour and quinoa flour and molasses and nutmeg and cinnamon and all these beautiful, and the kitchen is just smelling incredible. Can I link to that recipe? I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull the loaf out of the oven and taste it. And then I'm going to release it if it tastes good, but I have the picture. So that'll Fair be coming enough. out, should be coming out today, <laughs> but I do, I do test everything. So. Fair enough. And then did you say t you roast chickpeas? Am I, did yes. I hear you? Okay. Yes. So I just get a dry 
hot pan on the stove, or you can do this on a baking sheet in the oven and bring the heat up high, drain your chickpeas, rinse them, and then put them in the pan or in the oven and get them into a hot, hot environment so that they get sort of golden and crispy. You can season them before or after with, as I say, the, the unrefined sea salt, the black pepper, the turmeric, which is awesome for fighting cancer, smoked paprika. And then you have this lovely, nut-free, protein-based, carb, chickpea, crunchy, gotta-have-it situation. It's yummy. Okay, I'm in. And I know you're in Ontario, but can I come over? Yeah, you come right on over, girl. <laughs> we would have a workout, and then we would have a cookout. Tosca, you would kick my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but it would be fun. It would be fun. That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, this has been fun, and I need to ask you two questions before I let you go. And then you mentioned your writing, and I need when you have that new book out, Tosca, we need you back on, okay? Hey, that'd be fun. I would appreciate it. What a, This has been fun. So fun. Fantastic. Okay, here's what I want to know. I want to know one habit you want us to try for one week. Okay. I want you to go sugar-free for one week. One week. Sugar-free. So all refined sugars, does that count fructose? Or you're saying processed sugar? Talk to us. I'm talking about processed sugars. I'm not talking about natural sugars from whole plant-based sources, but... Say your big thing is, you know, your double-double coffee, cream, Starbucks, whatever it is, or you got a soda habit going on. Try to go sugar-free. Try to go completely sugar-free for one week and see how you feel. If that's too overwhelming, take the hydration challenge and try to up your water intake to three liters a day. Three liters a day. All right, Tosca, because I'm already working on the three liters a day of water, I'm going to accept your sugar-free challenge. And the day, I know, and I'm a little scared because I'm actually going to include wine in my sugar-free. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, it's got to go. Beer, wine. <laughs> dang it. Okay, so the day this episode drops will be day one. And I'm, I'm not on any kind of high-sugar or high-processed food diet, but it's still a challenge for me to go entirely oh. sugar-free. And I'm going to do it the day this drops for seven days, and I'm going to report on it. Awesome. I want to hear about it. And, and I'll do it with you. All right. I love it. Okay. And then, guys, get on the Facebook page, On Air with Ella, and I will track my progress. And, of course, I will cross-link over with Tosca. So that'll be fun. Okay. One resource that you want to share with us, in addition to your own, which I'm going to put um, out there for everybody, Tosca. Okay. I love this book called Spark, The Brain That Changes Itself by Dr. John Ratty. And the reason I love this is it now gives us the scientific argument we need to preach the value of 30 minutes of exercise a day. And it isn't what you think. It's not for fitness. It's not to get in a bikini. It's to protect our brains and to help us operate at the highest cognitive level possible. It clears out the brain fog. 30 minutes of, of um, exercise performed at a max heart rate of about 65%, 70%, it's the money. And it's proven now that that kind of exercise is like pouring miracle grow on your brain. It's a fantastic place for learning, for creating dreams, for being the high, highest evolution of yourself. I love, love, love. This is Spark, the Revolutionary New Science of Exercise in the Brain by Dr. John Rady. Is that right? Yes. It's life-changing. If you didn't ever want to exercise, that's the one. 
All right, I'm going to put that direct link right on the webpage, onairwithella.com, and folks can just click click through if they want that book. Tosca, this has been a delight, and I am so grateful to you for telling us your story, and I so appreciate that you are willing to share the successes and the failures and the fact that, you know, it's not easy, is it? It's just important. <laughs> it isn't easy, but then again, it, why should it be? Uh <laughs> As I always say, you know, I went to a lot of trouble, and I mean trouble, to make myself into an unhealthy individual at 30. So it's going to take a bit of trouble to undo that. And I'm up for it. Well, thank you for continuing to motivate me and continuing to inspire so many people, Tosca. It is my pleasure to speak with you. You know, it's been it's been a real thrill. I love to be talking to someone as excited and motivated as me. And thank you so much for being such a great ambassador for this very thing that our nation is desperate for fitness, nutrition and a healthy mindset. Take care, Tosca. All the best. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.